Hi guys, welcome to the By Maddie Marie podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Marie, obviously. <laughs> Welcome. I'm so excited to catch up with y'all. I have a lot to go over per usual because I'm always freaking talking. So let's get right into it. Uh, first catch up. My, last week, my grandma hosted a tea party with everyone in honor of her sister who passed recently. And towards the end of it, we all went around and shared memories. And the common theme of the evening was gratitude. I wrote a blog post about the tea party. There's a bunch of cute pictures. Go check it out. Um, And this is kind of touched on in there. But the gist is people will remember your positivity and your gratitude forever. They won't always remember the things that you gift them. They won't always remember what you liked to cook Like, it's just a simple fact that gratitude and positivity coming from someone radiates gratitude and positivity into other people. And that is something that people remember forever. Second thing I wanted to touch on from that tea party before we move on, because I know I've already talked so much about it, um, is you should journal and, like, clearly document your memories. I take pictures, like, thousands of pictures, because that is my preferred method of memory documentation however journaling is so cool because it's like your own personal story that you can reminisce on right and your kids can read it your family members can read it so long as it's you know (laughs) comfortable but I just think that's something that's so special memories are something that are cherished forever And sometimes you can forget them. So writing them down or documenting them somehow is a perfect way to have a memory last forever. Um, Anyways, the next thing I wanted to touch on is I was watching TikTok. And I heard an audio that said, for the first 10 years of your kid's life, you are their favorite person. After that first 10 years, they get best friends, they get girlfriends, they fall into their social circles, they get married, they move on, they have their own life. That's just part of life. Everyone does it. But even though 10 years sounds like it's a long time, it's really not. And it goes by literally in the blink of an eye. And the moral of this story is everyone needs to slow down. We don't have enough time as it is. And if you're always in go, 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 you're just going to be hyper stressed. You're creating more problems for yourself and you're going to miss out on being so present. And life happens in the present. It doesn't happen in worrying about the future. It doesn't happen in, you know, being sad about your past or worried about your past or anything. It happens right where you are, where your feet are planted, where your eyes are looking. And so many people miss it because they're so in their head and like you really don't have as much time as you think. This goes for even like doing things that are on your bucket list or accomplishing your goals. Why are you waiting until you're ready or until you're comfortable or until you're confident? One, 
confidence you have to fake it till you make it that is just a simple fact of life if you fake it long enough it'll be there it'll happen you'll believe it and there's no reason to push things off you literally never know what's going to happen tomorrow in two hours in 10 minutes from now so I have tried to implement like just doing what feels right because you literally never know and you could miss an opportunity because you're too worried about something else and you know this just flows right into what I am always saying tell your people you love them hug your people call your parents call your grandparents tell stories share gratitude just be grateful for the life that you're living I'm literally about to cry I don't know why (laughs) because I share this message with you every freaking podcast episode. So take that with whatever grain of salt you want and implement it into your life. Anyways, we're done with the sappy shit. (laughs) Next, we have movies to go over. I saw two movies this weekend. I saw Sound of Freedom. Honestly, this is a hot take apparently because I get so much hate for saying that I really enjoyed this movie. Um... One, I understand that human trafficking is less of a threat than abuse within your community. I understand that fully. That does not mean that it's not still out there. That does not mean that the United States is not the primary consumer or participant. And it doesn't mean that spreading awareness is bad. People should be aware. I think an important message from like campaigns like this is just being aware of your surroundings a lot of things can be prevented if you're aware of your surroundings if you know what's going on keep your eyes open pay attention you honestly never know what could happen so that's the little freaking gist of that anyways I really enjoyed the movie I basically cried the entire time I felt literally sick through half of it because they showed actual like trafficking obviously not like trafficking footage but like kidnapping footage and it really is crazy how these people just like lure you in and you have no idea what's going on so be aware of your surroundings sorry if that's a hot take and you hate me now honestly I don't really care you should be more aware and ignorance is not bliss so stop acting like certain things are not a threat anyways next movie I saw is Mission Impossible and I also gave this movie like a 12 out of 10 because Um, Tom Cruise, are you joking? Obviously, movies like this are going to have a similar pattern. Especially when you have similar characters. Like, Tom Cruise is playing his character through the entire series, obviously. And his movies are action movies. Like, obviously, going into it, you already know what you're going to get. It was a great movie. I loved it. Would recommend it. We'll see it again. I love Tom Cruise. He's literally gorgeous. And I learned today that he's 61, so if any friggin' grandparents are single, (laughs) Tom Cruise is super hot. Because apparently it's inappropriate for me to say that, but whatever. Moving on, I started a TV show. Shocking, I know. However, I'm hooked. Actually, I started two, and I'm hooked on both of them. The first one was Hijacked. It's on Apple TV+. Plus, Apple TV+, Plus. I think is what it's all the way I don't know I just call it Apple TV anyways has Idris Elba I love him 
and it's super good new episodes come out every wednesday i am caught up as of right now so go watch it catch up let's sync next week on this week's episode and the second tv show that i started watching is the summer i turned pretty and let me tell you i was behind like severely i was an entire season behind binged it in one weekend was literally obsessed with it i absolutely cried because i'm like honestly when do i not cry in a movie at this point i don't even know i didn't cry in mission impossible so (laughs) that's a dub anyways it's so cute it's super cheesy super teenage romance love story situation literally right up my alley i need some more of that in my life so here we are loving it and the second season just came out with the first three episodes um this past friday they come out every friday now just one episode at a time consecutively i don't know i think there's like six or seven more episodes so i feel like you should go watch it because it's really good and yeah i actually took myself on a little sunset date to go watch it highly suggest taking yourself out i feel like people are embarrassed to like hang out by themselves in public because like people think you have no friends truly one i don't care because they don't know me they don't know how many friends i have and i like my alone time like actually i like being alone probably more than i enjoy making plans because i feel like making plans with people can sometimes more times than not be stressful because i'm a people pleaser to my core so i just want to make sure everyone's happy all the time that's pretty exhausting so i filled the back of my car with pillows and blankets opened my trunk went to a lookout i could see the whole valley and watched the sunset and watched my show and it was literally amazing so i highly recommend um especially right now while it's nice and warm outside anyways that was a pretty long recap so thanks for following along this week we are talking about uh over consuming negative content I feel like I know I've talked about this multiple times. However, I feel like it deserved its own episode because it's a common thing with everybody. So let's dive in. Okay, so we are going to start off with the science and the pros of listening to music because music is such a frequency adjuster. And it has the potential to literally change your life. Music has been used for literally ever in every possible scenario. It brings people together. So we're going to kind of dive into the pros of it before we talk about the overconsumption of negative content and why this is titled Stop Listening to Sad Music When You're Depressed. So one, listening to and or making music increases your blood flow to the areas of your brain that regulate emotion and manage your memory. Oftentimes, you connect music to certain scenarios, so there's that aspect of creating memory. However, the process of listening to music is actually really similar to the process of forming a memory. You integrate many different sounds into the final product or piece of music, And when you're creating a memory, you have multiple different events that all line up, that all occur, that all kind of formulate this final memory. And it just the way that your brain has to connect all the pieces works similarly both ways. Um, And then music triggers neurotransmitters like dopamine and serotonin, which are responsible for 
regulating your emotions and helping you feel happy. So music can be utilized to literally just make you happy. One thing Romy and I do a lot is we turn on music on our little Alexa thing and dance party. And it quite literally changes the tone of the day. Like, if we're having a hard day, dancing and listening to music is going to make it better. Musicals are the same way. Disney movies and songs always make me happy (laughs) because that's just how I am. So, Tangled is my go-to. If you need a freaking fire soundtrack, this is such a tangent. If you need a fire soundtrack to just turn on, you know, when you're feeling like it, Tangled soundtrack is actually so fire. And the other day, in the car, Romy has a playlist. So I turned on her playlist and I can see the light, I think is what it's called, came on. And I was singing it to her, but then I could hear her singing in the background. So I like quieted down and it was so cute because she was just belting her little heart out in these choppy sentences, not the right words, just basically saying light over and over again. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. And it's something, I mean, that was such a tangent, but it's something like Music connects every single person. You can play music for your babies before they're even born. And all, like, music, especially during the growth of a child's life, is important because it has the potential to be either overstimulating or help them learn how to focus. And it can be utilized in really positive ways. But... Anyways, that was, I'm so sorry, that was such a tangent, but it was the cutest thing ever. Romy loves to sing, so she always asks me to sing her. I always sing her Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and You Are My Sunshine at Bedtime, highlight on my day every single day. Anyways, getting back on topic, that was absolutely insane because my brain is all over the place right now. I've had a couple of monsters today and I usually don't drink energy drinks, so I'm blaming the monsters for this freaking chaos. Anyways, music can be used to regulate pain, both physically and mentally. So let's talk about the mental pains that this can kind of help you with. Sad music especially is really good for comforting people because it gives you a sense of like community. You realize that you're not alone in your feelings. You can connect with people over sad music. Um, And it's just comforting. It's heartwarming. It helps you kind of heal because it connects those parts of your brain that need to be connected in order for like grief to pass. So sad music can be utilized. I'm not saying don't listen to sad music ever. Um, And then as far as physical pains go, I think my favorite like scenario of this is childbirth. A lot of people will have like a birth playlist because one it's a distraction because childbirth is painful like really painful so if you have something to distract you with makes a little a little more bearable but then you have the connection of whatever song you have while you're giving birth like to that special core memory and that song will always remind you of that and I think that is something that is so amazing because music really just connects things in a way that literally nothing else can. Music is a frequency, sound waves are a frequency, and your bodies operate on a frequency. 
and you have the opportunity to level up your frequency you could stay stuck on a certain frequency so that's kind of where this idea came in of stop listening to sad music when you're depressed i used to literally only listen to my sad playlist and i wondered like why (laughs) why was i like singing these all the time why was i having such a hard time not listening to these because I was like emotionally dependent on these sad music pieces because I needed like something to relate to. So too much of something in literally any form. This goes for what you eat, what you watch on TV, what you consume on social media, the music you listen to, how often you're working out. Every single thing in your life needs to be consumed and done in moderation. And if it's not, one, you're probably addicted to it. Two, you have an unhealthy attachment to it and you're not allowing your body to go through its regular processes. Everything needs to be in moderation. Otherwise, you're messing something up. Um, So like I said, sad music is a way to manage your emotions. It manages your stress and stuff like that. But this, the basis of this is just to consume everything in moderation. So I know I've talked to you about this before, but gossiping is an energy taker and that is a form i'm gonna say it's a form of content you consume because there's multiple parties that have to be involved for you to even be able to gossip so you are consuming that energy at some point during that interaction anyways and gossiping is just it's honestly pointless i don't understand it there's no reason to be negative all the time especially about people you know nothing about. Gossiping is a great way to just point out the things that you hate about yourself without actually accepting blame and, you know, taking responsibility for your shitty actions. Um, So gossiping is something that doesn't need to be taken in moderation. It doesn't need to happen at all. That is something you should cut out completely. The things that you watch on TV, um, I've kind of started looking into what is overstimulating versus what is not because... Romy and I love to have movie nights, but she always asks for freaking cocoa melon. And I literally think I might pluck my eyeballs out if I have to watch it for another day. So I've been interested in finding out, you know, what TV shows are actually not destroying you. And cocoa melon is one that is very overstimulating. That is something you need to be careful of. It Sometimes it does matter, the content. I mean, this is so common sense, so sorry if you obviously are thinking this i hope you are obviously it matters the content you consume the type of content you consume and like how it makes you feel Overstimulating content such as freaking coco melon if you've never seen it like truly count your blessings but if you're consuming something overstimulating you're going to have a hard time connecting your overstimulation to your show because A lot of people connect watching something as like wind down time, wind down time. Sorry, that was kind of jumbled. So it's hard when you're using your wind down time to do something that is like making your brain hurt. So one, audit the stuff that you're consuming. TikTok is something that for sure needs to be consumed in moderation. I am the biggest culprit of death scrolling. So Trust me, I understand. This is something I need to work on. But 
TikTok is rewiring your brain. I know that I say this every single episode, but you are conditioning yourself to have a shorter attendance attention span and short like immediate gratification burst of dopamine because every time you swipe you're getting a new hit of that dopamine so you're literally ruining your brain by death scrolling i know i know i do it too and it's addicting anyways audit what you consume consume everything in moderation there is no reason to be over consuming this content and i feel like that is like basically an epidemic at this point social media takes over people's lives and negative content is always there it's always going to be there anyways so i guess this kind of goes along with it like your tolerance will change if you're over consuming so when i was listening to like my freaking depressing playlist all the time i like built up a tolerance for it so i had to find even sadder music (laughs) to like hit the spot right so That's something to just be conscious of in the back of your mind while you hit play on your freaking breakup music, sad shit. Just remember where your tolerance is at. Remember how much you consume of it. And just be intentional with that. So this is a quick episode. I am going to leave it at that because I know we've talked about this before and I already know I'm going to talk about it again. So if you would like to see a little bit more in depth, you're more than welcome to read the blog post that I have associated with this. That will be tagged in the description. And I hope you have the best Taco Tuesday. Talk to y'all next week. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for more of the By Maddie Marie podcast. As always, please drop a five-star review And all my socials and my blog are linked in the description. I'll talk to you guys next week and have the best Taco Tuesday.